0: Hi there friends welcome to the no small stories podcast where we explore paths less traveled with creatives and entrepreneurs from all walks of life and in all stages of their journey no matter how small you start your story is always a big deal to us so let's dive into today's episode and meet our guest well, thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the No Small Stories podcast. I'm Haley Overseth with my co-host Shane here. Mm-hmm. And we have Megan Nomberg, who is an artist, and I am so excited to talk to you about your art. I see you've got yourself set up with a, a beautiful painting
1: in the background. <laughs> yeah. um, that's that is like, great. Um, a commission that I'm working on right now. So um, this Very is cool. a therapist office, actually, so.
0: That's really cool. And I want to hear more about how you run into those kind of uh, conditions (laughs) and situations. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I was checking out your website for your art and you um, sort of incorporate psychology or can you explain a little bit of of what your process is and, and where you're at with your art?
1: Absolutely. So, um, so my name's Megan. Um, I'm turning 27 next month. Um, I live in uh, Happy early birthday. Yeah,
2: happy early birthday, or belated by the time I see you next. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Doesn't feel real, but um, here we are. Uh, I live in Lardare. Um I've been selling art for about five years now, but my whole life I've always been into creating and drawing. It's just been something that I've been naturally drawn to. Um, When it comes to getting commissions, she was actually a client of mine already, um, so I also pet sit. Um, I'm on vet tech, so I have a lot of animal experience. So um, that's kind of where this ended up coming from. She knows I'm an artist. She follows me on Instagram and was like, oh, you know, I've been looking for a piece for a really long time. Um, I think primarily a lot of the commission work I get um, is from people knowing me already uh and just seeing like the work that i'm putting out and they're like you know what actually i'd love to collect some of your art as well um but also s- selling some pieces is just the engagement that i've been getting online um being introduced to different people at like galleries that kind of thing so um, it really varies. You know, sometimes someone needs me here um and they've not known me like thirty minutes and they're like, You do art, can I get a commission? And I'm like, <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Like absolutely.
2: Yeah, right. That,
1: that's
0: so great. I you know, I I think that when you are passionate about something and you follow it, and this is something we talk about, like I feel like you run into the right people and you have the right rendezvous and, and these things just sort of, you know, come to you in a lot of ways, right? Because you're you're immersing yourself in it. You're really, you know, in not just, I mean, obviously you're going to galleries and stuff, but you, you talk to people about it and you put yourself out there as an artist, right? And because you're willing to do that and be seen as an artist, people come to you and will ask you for art, you know? So you're and,
2: forwarding that, you know, you're putting it first and uh, you're putting it like in your, in your space. And I think people, I think people definitely see that as what you talk about is what you're passionate about. So that's very cool. It's also that you've been doing it for five years so. Great.
0: That is very impressive. You know, so from, you know, my perspective, it's, you know, for me, seeing someone who starts at a young age, doing Mm -hmm. what they're passionate about and continuing to do it.
2: Jealous and bitter. (laughs) (laughs) I was going
0: to say, we're writers. Can you tell? (laughs) Like, yeah, that's what happens when you're writers. You have that little, you know, a little bit of that bitter edge to you, I think, just kind of is part of it.
1: I mean, so I think for me, when it comes to just my art, I just realized how integral it was a part of my identity. Uh, there was many times where I'd get depressed and I'd stop doing it. And in those times, I was just like, who am I? You know, what, what am I doing with myself? But what I'm creating and, you know, if I wake up every day, I have art all over my apartment. Like, my studio, or, or not my studio, my apartment is my studio. Mm-hmm. So... I'm constantly waking up and I'm feeling like, oh this is my purpose like I'm reminded every day and when I do it it's like the one thing that like clears my mind I feel like I, I understand what my life's about so um I feel like that's why I've always just kept going with it and I mean I think any sort of creative field you'll always have the those people that are discouraging you and they're like oh don't do that like that's not going to do anything for you um yeah you know, I grew up my whole life like family yeah friends they're like no they can't do that like that's not gonna do anything but I think in just understanding what you like and continuing to move forward with what you enjoy like that's all that matters oh you know
0: like it's it's a flow state right like when you can be in that state of this is who I really am this is my authentic self it it feels so sort of effortless it feels so I, I just I love the way that you talk about that that it's like you, you you go towards that thing that you feel is who you really are and as much as the outside world tells you that you know you can't use that to support yourself and you can't make anything out of it it's like when you're in that space and following that this is who I am it it does find a way to support you it's like because it is me of course it's going to support me because this is what I'm supposed to be doing I, I wouldn't feel so in the flow and i wouldn't feel so good about it if it wasn't what i was meant to be doing with myself as this you know human that i've decided to come to earth and be kind of thing
1: right. I, I mean I think you guys both say uh you know you're writers i'm sure the things that you're creating you know and you guys weren't there like there'd be a gap you know you're hitting so many people's lives as well and i mean I'm not like a huge artist or anything, but the fact that you guys come and reach out to me, like I'm very grateful that you guys even want to hear anything I have to say. Oh, so. of
2: course. I mean, this is already, yeah, gems uh, that we're getting from you, and this is great. And that's totally up <laughs> Haley's alley, that that idea of, um, you know, everybody is sort of, you know, especially the creatives, especially the artists, we're all kind of charged with making a space for something and someone, right? Even if it's not just for us, you know, Haley always kind of remarks on, it's like, whatever I'm making today somehow is for somebody, like somewhere, you know, and, and the idea of that is um, it's a beautiful thing that kind of this is what keeps us going, right? That, you know, it'll get out there. And um, and once we start doing it more and once we start, uh, you know, projecting it more, those the questions of being successful, or the questions of doing it for, you know, any material gains, those kind of, you know, are minimized because we just do it because it makes us happy and we, we couldn't live life any other way. So.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. It's, you know, I think of it as as sort of like we are part of nature as humans and we've forgotten that to some degree. And, you know, I I think I was saying it the other day to someone. How do you have a thriving ecosystem? You need diversity. Right. Mm -hmm. And and you whatever it is that you feel called to do, that's your role in the ecosystem. That's what you're supposed to be doing. You know, you wouldn't have a spark to create something if there wasn't someone out there who was looking for it because right. nature is is perfect and harmonious that way you know mm-hmm. so it's it, i i sometimes lately for myself especially have been saying that more who am i to deny the world what the world is asking of me right like if you have a gift if it's writing if it's art whatever it is well someone out there is looking for it you know why would you deny that person whatever it is that they might need from you the messaging you have or or whatever it is that your creation is going to spark in them they need it why would you want to deny them that be who you are and be yourself and put yourself out there because that's that's your role in the ecosystem that's what you're meant to be doing absolutely and
2: and we are you know unique in um you know in a lot of ways each of us but we're also really repetitive you know the whole idea of just (laughs) humanity and nature it's it's always repetitive like we're always going through the same things that somebody else has you know you know in history and and somebody else you know a hundred thousand years from now will probably be going through a similar thing that i'm going through right now just as far as emotions and whatever else i mean we're not you know uh yeah we're uniquely repetitive if that makes sense at least that's sometimes how i see it
1: absolutely we have um similarities yeah differences like each one is so unique we all bring uh, a different energy in a different light um that you know we uniquely are supposed to but yet there are similarities in every single one of us.
2: Yeah. That's Enough ways thing. to connect through anyway.
0: Right. But that's what I think is the big thing about the diversity element that, you know, sure, you maybe someone who is say a writer is writing that you're in a genre that's really popular and like, yeah, there's a lot of people who are doing this. There's a lot of people who are, there's a lot of people who are podcasting. And sure that's true. But Whatever it is about your unique flavor, if you will, is something that someone is looking for. And and even if there's a lot of people who are giving the same message or creating a similar thing, there's something about your unique voice, your unique art, your unique something that will resonate with people in ways that the others who are doing it are not going to, right? And you never know when that's going to happen. And so that's another thing, too, of you you want to put it out there because you never know whose life you could change. And maybe you won't be the one to see it. Maybe you won't. You know, we live in this digital world where people can see you and maybe not necessarily reach out or not necessarily, you know, interact with you on a personal level, but that you may really have an impact on and you don't even know it, you know. And and again, why deny the the world of that when you have gifts to give?
1: Why deny the world?
0: Well, and
1: absolutely. I think uh, That's about it. One of the most like most beautiful things that I've experienced like in just the past like year, is when people are like, "Oh, I created because you inspired me like that mm-hmm. is one of the best feelings I think ever, like to know that I can inspire somebody and like help them connect with something that is so mm-hmm. beautiful, and so like the like the universe like speaking through them like that mm-hmm. that's cool to do or even. Um, So I hold, like, an art group downtown, and uh, I have people, like, come in. We all do, like, write-in prompts and then pull from it and draw and talk about it. And they're like, I haven't drawn in years, and I love drawing And So thank you for, like, hosting this so I could actually do this again. Like, I love knowing that I can just, like, connect people with things that they enjoy or, you know, create something in them that allows them to, like, want to get back to these these parts of themselves
2: yeah and that's awesome that you do that it's um you know to be an artist i mean for sure you have to have like enough strength and and um i don't know passion to do it for yourself but if you could be like a center um that's that's like the next best thing um i i was in like a little group with a couple of my friends and we would do a sort of thing we were both poets but or we were all poets but we would get together every week one of us would come up with a prompt and then we would, you know, write a poem. We each write a poem based on that prompt. And then at the end of it, we would actually like make and like publish this little like poetry chapbook. Um, and it's the coolest thing, bringing people together and inspiring or just, I don't know, asking people. I guess maybe I, I feel like uh, so often people aren't even asked often enough or asked ever to to create something. Um, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think that's really cool. And I love that you have, the that energy of wanting to I mean it's kind of like helping people to come back home to who they are right right like because we get so caught up in the you know societal conditioning of what is expected of you and what's responsible and what's the thing that you're supposed to be doing and you lose yourself a lot in that right you you lose track of who you are and the things that really light you up I think that's really awesome that's so fun and I know that so Can you talk a little bit about that with your art, particularly the, Mm -hmm. because I do abstract art myself. And like, for me, it's more about the energy than it is about what it looks like. I kind of let it go where it goes. And Mm -hmm. I, I think that there's a little bit of a similar energy that you have where you sort of, you know, you might start with a, an image or an idea, but then it becomes more abstract or, or there's more, you know, an, an energy that you're following more than, than an image. Can you talk a little bit about that in your process?
1: so i feel it it really does vary on how i'm feeling and what's going on like mentally for me i feel like my art is a huge uh self-expression the things that i don't always get to say to people Mm -hmm. Um, so i do often i'll take like an image and then i kind of abstract it as i go um for me i think it's a lot of um trying to depict like you know like for this one for me this is like depicting vulnerability like they're in an expansive landscape um it's a grew up with nude with like a tiny um bond. and you know they're just in this huge area in the middle of nowhere like they're putting themselves out there they're having to just trust everything um this was kind of just like an idea that popped into my head and i loved the the meaning behind all of it you know um uh, and when it comes to me working from more uh, like hard images, say some of image that I've like taken of myself or, you know, someone else, um, I get like the basis down, which is, you know, like the rooted reality. And then I go into kind of um, more of the like emotional or the intuitive work and just allowing things to kind of come through me, um, allowing, again, things that I don't always talk about with other people or don't feel like I have anybody to talk about with um I feel like I allow that to be expressed in a lot of my pieces um, or like the I, I do a lot of two-toned work or like black and white work like the duality mm-hmm. of situations I've, I've tried to depict a lot like, within my art and uh yeah I, I think
0: I just I love that I I love the energy of of like what you're talking about and I think that's Mm -hmm. such a especially with like that piece that you're talking about behind you the vulnerability and the it's such a big part of being a creative person right to trust that your universe has the capacity to support you that you can do these creative things and put them out there and and be vulnerable in this big expanse of earth right of of, sure there's many creators out there and I'm just one of many but trust that there's something valuable to it anyway right and that there's a there's a purpose and that there's a you know Shane and I talk about that a lot the adding value and how do I contribute and how do I be of service with this skill that I have you know and I think that just putting that energy out there is really great and I I, I really do, le- it's sort of, I don't know if maybe therapeutic or cathartic is the word, but like, I, I do definitely resonate with what you're talking about, that, you know, mm-hmm. some of the emotions that are maybe a little bit more difficult, like vulnerability and things like that, it's, art could be a really great way to sort of express that and, and sort of release it from yourself, right? And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Sorry. Well, I was just going to say that, um you know, at least in my process, uh, you know, with with poetry. So, so much of my poetry starts with either an idea or an emotion, you know, some sort of like tangible feeling, but it's, it's indescribable, right? Like when it first kind of hits you, when it first comes to you and then you're like, okay, and then you have to like, so basically at the center, right? It's this feeling. And then I have to kind of back out of it in a, at least that's kind of how I think of it. It's like I have to back out of this feeling and like flesh it out. So that so that eventually like one of these rings, like when it finally starts coming out or whatever else, somebody can latch on to, you know, whatever that makes sense to them, whatever that compares to, you know, whatever, you know, and I go line by line, like whatever latches on, um, you know, and then it pulls them back to the center. It kind of how like I look at it in a way, because, you know, again, an emotion, like unless you have it, unless you feel it, like really feel it, it's pretty indescribable. I mean, even from person to person, you know, loneliness and love and like all those things, right. They all have different, associations to to each of us right so I kind of start with that and I start building out from it and I hope that somebody can connect to one of those build outs and then it brings them to that you know to, to the center of that emotion or you know idea of what I'm trying to get at so I don't know if that makes sense to Megan if that's ever what you do but
1: oh absolutely um uh, you know this is something that I've been thinking about um for a long time actually like I did these like small pieces i sort of not posted them but i've been wanting to like tape them all over town but have like these pieces of paper and i have like i call it like a temporary movement and it's all just um there's like emotion depicted in these uh poses yes and then i'm writing like you know we're all just like trying to survive or we all struggle and we all have like these similarities and you know each of us like want to have connection or want to be seen or understood yet here we are like we walk past each other we don't even look at each other we avoid eye contact we don't say hi Mm -hmm. we we do all these things yet um there's just like these whole universes and the world's like inside of us and we're so afraid to be able to, like, open that up to other people. So right. I, I understand, like, where you're coming from and just trying to find a that other people can relate to and feel heard yeah. or feel seen. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I love that that you're doing so that I'm kind of... This is funny. I love these little synchronicities that are coming up. <laughs> so it's a similar thing. So like I've been doing these little postcards of abstract art and then I've been putting um, my QR, like I have QR code sticker and I put it on there and I've kind of been like leaving them places. I stick them up on boards around town. Like I've I, like sent a few to like friends of mine and be like, Hey, put these up wherever you're at. And the other day I had this like impulse to go to Dairy Queen and get a cheeseburger, I wanted a cheeseburger. And my brain was like, that is not a healthy thing for you to do, but whatever, I have the impulse, I'm gonna follow it. And the woman at the drive-thru window had a Jack Skellington hat on. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. And I have like Sally Stitches tattoos on my arm, I was showing her. And she ended up showing me, she's got an arm sleeve full of Tim Burton related tattoos. And we ended up having this like really great interaction. And I she like gave me my food and I gave her one of these cards that I had in my car. And I'm like, this is just a little abstract art thing that I do. This is for you. It's like it's got my QR code. You can check out my stuff if you want. But I just wanted you to have it. You know, I had such a nice little chat with you about our tattoos. She's like, oh, that made my day. That's so, you know, and it's just so it's little things like that where you don't know when you're going to have like such a great interaction with, with such great energy. And it doesn't have to have some kind of, you know, purpose bigger than that. It doesn't have to translate into, you know, dollars somehow because, you know, that's how we're trained or conditioned to to view our creations, that they have to become something profitable, right? Rather than being something, just being what it is, which was just like a fun little interaction that I had. And like, now that's a little something that is like kind of a little gift that I just gave a stranger and that we could both have that like mutual, pleasant interaction, right? Like, I think that is such a value in in art and creativity and putting yourself out there in that way, right? I mean, you talk about duality a little bit and I think that's true. Like we have this dual existence right now where we all want connection so very much and there's so many opportunities for us to connect more than we've ever had with the internet and all these things. And yet here we are sort of protecting ourselves in our own little bubble and not letting ourselves be seen and not putting ourselves, you know, out there. Don't get me started, Haley.
2: <laughs> she, she knows how I feel about social media and just about everything that goes on with that. I'm just very, it's resistant and it's hard for me for sure when it comes to that. Cause I enjoy, I enjoy this. I enjoy seeing a person and talk to them and then having a conversation that is just un you know, unmitigated. So,
0: but it's, But that, I think, is something that is really valuable in things like art or creativity, right, Mm -hmm. is that you can express ideas and you can express yourself and communicate in a way that doesn't, like for art specifically, that doesn't require a language. You know, as writers, we're we're big on words, but language can be very limited and it can be really difficult to, to express an idea, you know, like when you talk about trying to define those emotions. Finding the words for it can sometimes be difficult. And so, you know, that art expression of a visual that mm-hmm. that causes you to to feel an emotion, right, that that is a more sort of, I don't know if abstract is necessarily the way to say it, but, you know, connecting to those emotions and that part of your human self in, in a way that is not requiring so many labels and so much, you know, confining to a box and, and giving it, you know, this or that category or title or the way that we like to sort of quantify and measure things as humans right we get a little yeah. too caught up in that and so I, that's again you know with abstract art especially is something that that's part of what i enjoy about it is that you can kind of get out of your head to a certain extent and really get into your emotions more
2: well art used to be like the first like you know type of like a widespread media right like that was that was a way to have conversations with people that you Will never meet, have never met, and to put something out there that people are meant to interact with on their own, you know, in whatever language that they can they can see it as, and um when art does that, when art still serves that purpose, it's man, it's like the best thing
1: it's really interesting to think, um you know, I guess when you write it can still be vague, you can still like leave room for interpretation, and I mean, even if you write everything out exactly how you know you want someone to portray it or feel it um the way people are going to look at it it's still going to be different and i feel the same way with um you know visual arts as well um i feel it's a bit more broad you know and mm-hmm. i feel that everybody who has who takes a look at it does feel something completely different yet um i i find it so interesting like when you know i'd make something like this someone looks at it they're all being like, "Oh, they're happy. it's all bringing up the same feeling." Mm-hmm. I think yep. being that depict something like that, um, or like create something like that is just amazing too.
2: Are are you um? Do you collaborate much? At all? also, Haley and I are big on collaborations. Um, especially being like a writer, like I love, um, you know, combining words with somebody else's art and and playing off of both of those things and and really collaborating with that because uh, you know, I feel like they can both use each other very well so um do you, do you collaborate much with other artists or had the opportunity uh, to
1: not so much yet but i bring it up all the time like i have a few um like visual artists friends here and i'm like let's collaborate like let's grab collaborate, that we just don't ever like get to it uh, mm-hmm. but it's that i've been wanting to do for a really long time um i've been actually talking to like some different musicians about you know me like listening to their music and creating them album work and Mm -hmm. so absolutely i'm definitely open for collaboration because i think when you have multiple minds going into one thing you can create something even bigger and better
2: yeah definitely
0: i love that i love the idea of um because that's something that i kind of do is like i write like little tiny microfiction things and then i kind of pick like some of my abstract art that I think goes with it. And there's kind of, there's an ebook that I want to kind of put together that way. But I think that would be fun. Like as a collaboration, like if you would do some kind of abstract art or something and then like have like me or like maybe Shane would write a poem about it. Right. And like, you'd have the poem that goes with the art or like I would, you know, write some little, whatever mini prose about it. Like, I love that kind of collaboration stuff too, where you can sort of mix different categories of creativity right like mixing art and writing or like the music idea I love that you know and I think that's something that's really interesting too like because music obviously music is a creative art is something that elicits emotions in in really very intense ways right like you know you can really attach to a piece of music and like I think that I think it would be really cool especially for like album art and things like that for someone Mm -hmm. going into listening to the music and using that sort of intuitive emotion to like express visually what it is that is being elicited by the music like I think that's a really cool idea I love that
2: yeah and and not you know like promotion is like really awesome when it comes to like not that it's about promotion in the superficial sense but you know artists especially when we're grouped up or you know linked up and we have you know friends and connections that just like be able to say like, oh, I did this, and then also my friend did this, and then here's like, oh, my network of other artists, and like, here's all these other people that are doing. I mean, that's that's how movements are created. That's how it's like, here's me, and then here's all the people that you know are connected to me and all the things that we've done together, and uh, you know, that's that's how things get done.
1: Networking is so important. Um, just being able, first off, to be connected to other people that Good. kind of either mentor you, um, give you new experiences, or um, just show you like what they create. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's inspiring, it's motivating. And also, just hearing somebody else's story, I think is just one of the most um incredible things. Because uh, no one's the same. You know, everybody has different things to say, everybody has a different um, experience that they're trying to, um, you know, express. And I just think that's some of the most beautiful um, interaction. So I do.
2: Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: (laughs) I was just going to ask if maybe you have, um, is there any particular piece you have maybe that sort of. That you would say maybe sort of tells your artist story a little bit, or, you know, obviously there's a piece of you to everything that you do, but like when you're talking about storytelling, you know, what, what are the ways in which you're telling your own personal story through your art or what are the things about you that you might want people to know or understand? from your heart, i mean i and i know that's kind of a again you know it's when you start getting into that level of it it's very personal right like as an artist like when you get to like how does this relate to my story and who i am it becomes very intimate right you know but again like i think that's such a part of where we can really connect to one another is to tell that story so you know how would you sort of frame that for yourself
1: i don't know. So I do have one piece. I, let me grab it. Actually, I'll show you. Yeah, guys. no,
0: absolutely. I want to see it. So very cool. And now we have an opportunity to see that uh, painting behind you really well too. Yeah, right, I do right. love it. It's beautiful.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's fun to see it develop over time. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of studies for it. And like up here, I have like the general color study that I did in pencil for it. Um mm-hmm very well, cool like what i'm basing it off of like i didn't i looked at reference photos for like the doe and like the girl but everything Yeah. Do to work all the colors like a two to work um do you ever
2: um oh go ahead i'm sorry
1: no you good it's challenging but um it's still like a lot of fun so
2: do you ever do like re iterations of like the same piece like i feel like that's sometimes i do it i feel like with a poem where it's just like okay this could have gone a completely different way, right? If I would have put the different line here, then I would have taken it in a in a different direction. Because um, I love that piece where, you know, they're both, they're both fetal position and they're both, you know, you know, angled away from each other. Um, You know, but even, and for me, like, I think it's perfect the way it is, but I almost would love to see like the, like the hand of the woman, like reaching for the dough, and that would give it a completely different, um, uh, idea you know of what what vulnerability looks like or whatever but um that's just uh but again i don't know if like when you're done with a piece you're done with it and it's like that idea is done or do you ever like do the same piece then just like you know a couple minor differences that you know make maybe a can make a big difference in just how it's perceived and all that
1: um so i mean like in the drawing studies i kind of made um different Different like views. Like originally, I had put like a, a mom, like for okay. like in it, and she mm-hmm. was like in the background, which kind of gave like a sense of like security and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I mean, I had cover but I thought that that would take away from the initial, mm-hmm. the vulnerability yeah. here. I do understand, yep. and um, you know, like, yeah, right, different poses or whatever would cause it to have like a different feeling. Um, I. I've always thought about recreating the same image. Um this is actually something that I've thought about for a while is uh recreating an image depending on how I'm feeling. So right. having like one image and then if I'm like really upset one day like creating yeah. it then and then if I'm really happy one day create it then and just see like the differences of what I'm choosing um uh, and how I'm creating the image and you know what's coming out so that would
0: be a really interesting installation sort of like if you sort of if you could like I I don't know if you'd call it journaling but if you'd have maybe one piece that like here's this piece I did and then here's me like really super angry and I did it here's me like really super sad and I did it here's me like really elated excited happy and I did like it, like a character study sort of like i think that would be really interesting as an installation to to see that but i start and i know that you grabbed that other art piece so i do yeah want let's to see let's, that
1: let's too. see it yep um, So funny enough it's that i also thought about doing like some, group um like a group installation with like the uh different emotions that kind of thing mm-hmm. that would be wow. interesting
2: oh that's cool so
1: this this is my first self-portrait um that i did in school in 2021 and um i feel like this is probably one of my most integral like um, super depictive pieces of like what i'm trying to depict in my art like so we have like duality of situations like this is what everybody sees but this is kind of like who i am you know Mm -hmm. this is there's much more under the skin you know there's much more like within me that um I'm kind of like encapsulating, like in physical body. And um, so I actually named this one First Self Love. Mm-hmm. And this is like for the first time in my life where I was getting into like this period of um, like really truly taking care of myself and prioritizing myself and feeling like I've finally found who I was and found um, things that I needed to do in effort to uh, prioritize myself and um yeah this is i really
0: love that because there's a certain element of what you see when you see me is not what i see when Mm. i look in the mirror Uh, yeah right and is it that's such an interesting idea isn't it that like in theory when i look in a mirror i should be seeing exactly the image that you see but because reality is all subjective and everything is framed through the perception filters of our own personal experiences, right? Like I can see me in a way that no one else is ever going to be able to see me because I'm in here all day.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And sort of, I really do love that. I would love to see like, that would actually be really a great installation project for people to do. Like who, who are you that you believe? Like who is this, this avatar of you that you think everyone sees you as? And like, who's that person in the mirror that you know yourself to be? And and how different are those images? And I mean, I think that's a really fun sort of exploration in self authenticity, right? How much do I allow myself to show up as who I really am? That's a really beautiful piece. I really love that. That Thank you for that. Very cool. I very lovely. Definitely. You have. I Emma must be on Instagram, right? Or no?
1: Um, I don't think I have posted it recently, but, um, I need to make posters of it. I th- I think I have, like, some small prints, but, um, I wanted to make, like, full-size posters of it and get it, like, scanned and everything. Um, the piece is actually already sold, but, uh, the collector has been like, oh, yeah, just keep, hold on to it, you know? I understand a big piece, and they're, like, moving around a lot, but, um...
0: That's really very cool. No, that I think that would be such a fun, like if you did like get a group together and like that would be a really cool installation to do of, you know, sort of like Shane was saying, like you have the group and you have a prompt and just sort of work from that kind of idea and see what everyone comes up with as as a collaboration. It might even be fun. Sorry, this is another thing. My brain just pops off ideas like can't help it. I think it would be fun to do... Maybe a collaboration where you'd pair people off and have someone like you draw me or like you paint Mm -hmm. or like you do the the mirror side that is the version of me that you see. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we'll swap and right. And I'll do you as I see you and then swap paintings and like put yourself as you see yourself next to what they did of how they see you. Mm -hmm. Right. So again, kind of that study in perceptions a little bit. This is how you perceive me and this is how you express me. (laughs) And this is how I, feel I like you might, me.
2: I feel like you might want to have <laughs> at least a few people on the same like ability level. Cause like for me it would just be like this round like circle and then just like, <laughs> like they'll pull like little pieces for your nose and your and your lips and I'd be like, All right, that's you. So <laughs> work work with that.
0: There you Uh-oh. go. No, but it would be. I think, Yeah, it'd be fun. You could you could put people in similar level, or if people really like high contrast, and I do. Right, like,
2: that's that's true. I yeah. mean,
0: I think that would Here, be great.
2: Here's your stick. Good with that.
0: Here's your stick figure. <laughs> you do what you do with it. But um, I, I do. I love that energy.
1: So from the the prompt, um, when I'm, it, so it's self-portraiture, but like my teacher said that it could also be like symbolic. So mm-hmm. you no, know, I think any sort of going into self portraiture or in general, like no matter what your skill level is, I think it just matters of like what you're trying to portray. um, Right. Some people can't do faces very well or can't do like humans very well, but they can draw, you know, like a a plant really well or, you know, Mm -hmm. look really well, like something that they enjoy. Um, So I think that's, that's important too, you know, because, the, you know, if you put two different people together, yeah, the one person might draw the other person as a person, but the other person um, is being drawn might depict themselves in like symbolic, a symbolic way or in an abstract way. So yeah. I think that would be cool um, to yeah. see both of those together as well, though. Mm-hmm.
0: I know I was going to say for me, you know, you'd, you'd be a lot of shapes and curvy lines with bright colors and, you know, maybe a little <laughs> firework situation going yeah. on, like just. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely go in the more abstract vein, but I do really, I, I love that. And I know, um, so on your, again, on your website, you do mention that you are sort of, do, so the psychology element, Do are you mm-hmm. studying psychology also like as a sort of in a professional way to incorporate that in your art? Or is that more of a sort of personal curiosity that you explore it like? Can you talk a little bit more about like what's that incorporation that you have with your art and and I don't know I guess what level of I don't want to say professional that's not the right word but like how academic are you in in the psychology element
1: Um so it's been mainly just like a personal fascination um I did start going to school for psychology um, I just recently got my AA and started school kind of late. Um, I did a lot of like labor work initially and I was like, I can't do this. But um so yeah, now I'm like in school, starting to go back to for psychology. I start my bachelor's um in I think summer. Um I I signed up way too late to go over spring. So but that was okay, it's of a nice break. Yeah. Um, but I think for me the curiosity started and just trying to understand myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always struggled with like a lot of mental health issues. So I read a lot to try to change and become more mature really like, communicate better, as well as understanding other people and like why they do certain things. Um and I think uh since learning all of those things, now I'm like, okay. If I can depict something in my pieces for somebody, or if I can make people feel a specific way or like, you know, bring them inspiration. I think there's just incredible beauty to that. Um, again, like kind of like revisiting the idea of like not allowing yourself to be vulnerable to other people. Um, I think that's kind of something, so I struggle with and, and my art that allows me to do that in a nonverbal way so that's kind of where I think you know I, just,
0: I, I love it because I think it just proves a lot of things one that you know there is no right journey there is no correct way to do this human experience there is no you know perfect chronological order in which you can put your life together that makes it more valid or successful or whatever it is that we all think we're supposed to be right but i i love that self-exploration too and i think that that's something for a lot of people who are in the creative realms like we it it comes from a place of i have a need to understand myself better i have a need to understand my own emotions better why do i react certain ways to these other people who react this certain way to me Right. And trying to explore that and express that in a way that you can make sense of yourself, like you might not always obviously be able to make sense of others. Right. But you can at least explore your reactions to them. Right. And and how do I best express whatever these emotions are that I have in a way that I can move forward in a in a useful way. Right. Right. And so uh, I, I do love that element of it. I think that self-exploration and that sort of self-journey is a part of why a lot of us uh, are creatives or, or follow a, a creative passion, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love that you're a person that is, is learning more for the sake of, of learning and, and being better. Uh, if more people did that, if more people put, you know, humanity is in, in, you know, what I feel the, the forefront is they should be where it's like, no, you need to learn this stuff just to be just a decent better person figure out how to you know figure out how you're doing stuff figure out how to best do things for others um and then communicate um i mean gosh that's such a large part of you know miscommunication is such a large part of so many problems but um i think that's awesome and of course it reflects you know in your in your art because you'll start to realize how certain things colors gradients shapes you know all the all the abstract things and all the even non-abstract things you, you understand how they affect people when they see it Or when they read it or anything else um and so that just makes the art better i would assume so
1: um funny enough too you mentioned uh like the color um for the longest time i only did black and white i was i Mm -hmm. never avoided color i was just like i I don't feel comfortable with color um but in the past five years first i learned more um i Mm -hmm. was going to school so i was learning i was going Taking some art classes, so that helped a lot as well. but in just exploring more parts of myself and becoming um more in tuned with the way I was feeling, I started noticing like color come out more, and now I do extremely colorful pieces, so um I think that was a, a really interesting um observation to see like how my art has changed over time as well, but what I'm learning about myself too. Right,
0: that is always, um because evolution is a part of who we are as well, right? Like you're you're never the same person in the next moment that you were in the last moment because you've got more new information and more experiences and more data to draw from, right? And so, I that's part of what I really love about like you know how we were talking about the idea of redoing pieces, right? Seeing the evolution of here's a place that I started at, not just at, not just in a place of skill, right? Like not just in the sense of how people show like, here's how I've gotten better over time or improved my skill over time. But here's how I have evolved over time as an artist in my, not just how I express myself, but how I perceive myself and then express myself from that new perception of myself. Right. Because yeah. that evolution is as humans, that's what we're meant to be doing. Right. We are meant to evolve and grow and change and, that's a part of, in again, in the in the creative realm and being a creative person and expressing yourself. That you do get to learn and see yourself from a new perspective, and then hopefully grow from there and be able to perceive perceive maybe things that you used to look upon as, on yourself as you know don't show that to people or you don't want to be seen or. I can't express this or that emotion or, or I can't communicate in this or that way. You know, learning enough about yourself to be able to express and communicate in a new way from that new self-perception, right? Like that evolutionary process. I think that's what we come for as humans, right? Like it's, it's how we are the best of who we are is to allow ourselves to evolve and adapt and become something new. And yeah. so like I, I do love that, that idea or that energy and being, i anxious to
2: see your exhibit. Yeah, Megan.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the
2: cell phone that's coming, Selfies.
0: Super. Yeah, we're super excited to see you create all of these art pieces and have a wonderful, you know, be at the Museum of Modern Art with your wonderful big installation. And we will come and we will see you. I'm I'm manifesting
1: it from the universe now. Oh, I first do that because that would be uh... Uh, a dream. I haven't done any sort of um, like solo exhibitions or anything like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. I you know. think I think it would be brilliant. I think that you've got a lot of really cool things that you're doing and a lot of really cool elements. And I love your energy that you bring to your art. Like, I really do love the being willing to be vulnerable and show your art and show yourself and be seen because I think that's something, it's a reason why a lot of people don't get into creativity, right? Because we're afraid to be judged, you
1: know? Absolutely. All um. right that was something that I, I i started with a lot too um i felt like i was the black sheep and um yeah. as i've grown older um I, I recognize that's like one of my strengths and mm-hmm. and it's not you know it's not something to be ashamed of and it me being my authentic self and like wanting others to feel comfortable and feel like they're safe follows you that i don't, I don't think that. You know, that we're going to get along, you know? I don't right. think at all. Um, right. I don't, if you can't be like accepting of like who people are or accepting of uh, the differences between us, then um, I, I just don't know what kind of life you're living at that point.
0: Well, and it's, but that's, I think, one of the great things is, again, as an artist, that you know yourself that well, you know yourself to a level where you could look at someone else and say, listen, we don't resonate, we don't fit together. And And that's okay, And I'm fine with that. And being that example to someone. Right. And that's, again, that added value. And how do you impact people by by being an example of, you know, this is me being my authentic self. It doesn't have to look a way that makes you comfortable. It doesn't have to look a way that that you think is anything that you want to be. But me being my authentic self. In some ways. Is. You never know when you being who you are is the permission slip that somebody else gives themselves to be who they are, right? You mm-hmm. never know when you're going to be that permission slip for someone. And so it's it's so important to be that example and to embody, you know, the truest part of yourself you possibly can. And so may I applaud you? Good for you, because again, putting yourself out there and listen, five years worth of selling your art and and really putting yourself into your passion, that is something to... I think be proud of yourself for it because, you know, like we say, it's it's not something that we're told that we're supposed to do, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Not something that I feel like the world, you know, the, the world's appreciative of art and creativity, but then they don't also recognize how much of that goes into, like, every day.
0: Yeah, yeah. like, you can be creative and playful in every day and you can find ways to be creative and playful in everything you do right and i think definitely a space i'm finding myself in more often like make it all a game because that's what it is right we're all just here playing this human game and playing a role and you may as well have fun with it right absolutely i love it well before we would wrap up here we do want to be respectful of your time tell people where they can find you if they do want to check out your art get a commission buy your art where can people come and find you
1: um so i am on instagram regularly i also have my own website um i am looking into creating youtube videos it's something that i've always wanted to do i'm a little hesitant but <laughs> we're gonna get there um so you can check out any of those links um coyote cube is my my handle so try to make it short simple coyote cube
0: i love it and we'll put the links uh in the description too for the episode so everybody can come check you out and do make the videos look at see this is a great start for you get the camera shyness <laughs> out of the way and now go blow up yeah, youtube so with all your one. awesomeness yeah. there you go well, thank you, Megan Nomberg, so much for joining us for the No Small Stories podcast and sharing your art. We really do appreciate
1: you. Appreciate you both as well. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Yeah. Take care. You too.
0: Hi again, friends. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the No Small Stories podcast. Do check out the links below in the description so you can find more information on this episode's guest. If you'd like to support more episodes of the No Small Stories Podcast, you can become a patron. Find us on patreon.com/slash no small stories. Do also follow us on Instagram at No Small Stories Podcast. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, leave a review. Do all those wonderful things that you awesome listeners can do. Until next time, friends, remember No matter how small you start, your story is always a big deal to us. Special thanks to the Parapost Network for the support of their community. Check out all the great podcasts on the Parapost Network on Facebook.